gentlemen we are back yet again for another episode of you know what it is the north south podcast it's your boy jacobs got the shorts and like pretty much every other week lately we have a very very special guest not in person this time but still a legend in his own right the man the myth the legend gunkle steve zanelli Gentlemen, I'm here, but I'm not here. That's how I kind of hover over on your podcast. Like, I'm not in the podcast, but I'm in the podcast. That's no, you, you, you get mentioned like every week. You're in the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Just just make me like executive producer at this point. Like, I just, I just follow up with you guys after every episode, and I just talk about it with you. But like I said, always been a pleasure to be on. I'm happy to be on here for a second time. Absolutely, man. The Shorts, how you doing, big dog? How's your sunburn? Um, I'm doing all right. It, it it doesn't hurt that bad, but it's it's starting to get big in mass, so we got to contain that as soon as possible. Really, yeah, because this, you this told PA me this PA sun's been hot this weekend. You needed. You told me before we started. You needed a minute because it hurt like a quote unquote bitch. <laughs> you don't need to act tough for the listeners. Sunburn sucks. I get it. I had to call you out. I'm sorry. I had to do it. For sure. For sure. I had to call you out. Just like I'm going to call out the Florida Panthers. Frauds down three out of the lightning. Whatever. Uh, I do want to shout out somebody, though. I've uh, I've been saying I'm going to shout out two special listeners for some time now. My goddaughter, Mia Stein. And her brother, also my cousin, Jacob. You guys are awesome. I told you I'd shout you out a while ago. I didn't do it. I'm a liar. So here I am doing it now. Anybody you want to shout out, Mr. Zanelli? Um, hmm. Put you on the spot here. Oh, man. You're just, you're just going to throw me out there like that. Uh, shout out to my Aunt Lillian for her surprise 80th birthday. Oh, that's a uh, good today. one. Happy we birthday, at, Aunt Lillian. Yeah, we were at, uh, we at Riverwinds in uh, Deep South Jersey oh, yeah. in West Deptford. Oh, Beautiful meal. Beautiful place. Happy it was Sunday. A great time. And on a Sunday. Nothing like nothing like a good birthday party on a Sunday. The shorts. Anybody you want to uh you wanna shout out? Um I have two. One, Jan Blahovich. Uh I, I actually have three. Jan Blahovich giving this that nice TKO to Alexander. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce his last name because I'm gonna butcher it. Um also uh K 
Caitlin Vieira for putting Holly Holm out of her misery and hopefully Holm never getting a main event again because she that doesn't deserve terrible. it. And third, but not actually third, but least Roman Quinn securing the dub. His wait a minute. Wait, wait. His minute. speed is the only reason that they won the game. So Caitlin shouting out Roman Quinn for a good thing. I'm pretty sure that's his least favorite player of all time, and it's not even close. Oh, it is. Sport. <laughs> it is. I mean, we all know who I hate, but we're not. That's a discussion for another day. Who, Big Ben? Steve, no, I'll, I'll give Big it to you. Not, he has not shown up this season so far. Yeah, nor has not. Nor has any of the Phillies' offense. Oh, who Reese Hoskins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, first I was going to say Carson Wentz, and I was like, "Aren't we over that yet?" He's. Nah, he's he's on another level of oh, uh, hatred. Yeah, he's, he's on like, another. What is he like on my Aaron Rodgers level? No, no, no one's no one's as far on that kind of hate than you for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like, like you hate him personally. Like I don't hate Roman Quinn personally. I hate Roman Quinn. Yeah, I don't hate him personally. Like, <laughs> am, I, am, really... I, am I wrong to hate him the way I do? No, no, you have a right. No, you're a dude. You literally put. A... Title around his waist and screamed, "I own you!" to Bears fans after scoring a touchdown. Yes, you can. Like I don't, I don't hate Kawhi Leonard as you do for Aaron Rodgers, but just Kawhi Leonard just lives rent free in my mind. After oh, he lives quadruple. rent free in all Sixers fans' minds. Yeah, he traveled. Yeah, that that was a that was a bad day for. But he traveled. So fans. I don't. I don't. He walked. Yeah. Yes, he took a stroll in the park before he broke my heart. Sixers would be NBA champions right now. Jimmy Butler would have stayed. Oh, it would have been great. We haven't even started the pod, and we've digressed. This is a new level of incredible. When you find out Steve's and Ellie's on the pod, you know it always goes off the rails. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Let's get let's get rolling. Um, <laughs> yes. After our shout-outs, we've been starting with some NBA playoff talk, some Sixers talk. I think that's going to that's gonna go second on our list this week because we have a lot to say. We didn't talk too much. Well, we talked about the Sixers last week, but nothing crazy. I think we're going to dive in a little bit deeper this week. Let's and Ellie go on. Let's go ahead. We're going to start off with something that we really haven't touched on quite as much lately. We're going to start with some NFL talk, guys. The draft has happened. Free agency has happened. There's still some free agents out there. But what you see is, I think, relatively close to what you're going to get, barring any big trades or any, you know, big injuries, anything like that. So... I think the best way to do it, we have. Oh, also, any... James Bradbury signed to the Eagles. Joe Burge. Yep. All right. <laughs> That's the Good big news in the NFL this week. Good. Okay. Jarvis Landry to the Saints. There you go. <clears throat> and Tyron Matthew to the Saints. We haven't really talked about that either. So, because it's the Saints. Yeah. Vic, well, we'll talk, we'll Michael Vick said right he's unretiring. Then he said he is retiring again. Who? Mike Vick. Uh, well, he's a goofball. That's whatever. I like Mike Vick. I, I do, too. He's just a goofball. Not in a mean way. It is what it is. It is what it is. We digress, like usual. All right. Let's just go ahead. We're going to get started. Give you some good predictions, I think, guys. Do we want to start with some NFC or AFC? Zanelli, I'll let you pick. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm going to go NFC. All right. I'll let Zanelli go NFC. I'll roll with him. I went a little sweaty, and I did every single game for every single NFL team. And have all their records because so like I'm not sweaty but I'm moist because I didn't put the records like Jacobs did but I did put the placement. Yes, I think Declan and Zanelli both did placements. I just went on a whole other level and gave everybody's records. So 
I have a problem. It is what it is. School's over. I, I'm in sports mode. I respect we'll go, that. I, it's, it's what I got to do, brother. It's, that's how I live. You are the host, after all. Hey, I got a co-host, Dak the Shorts. I'm not yeah, the host. what am I? Well, you're no, the you're co-host. the co-host. It's just uh, usually Jacobs is the lead man. All right. I like, the, I, I like the, the introducer. Sound of that. That's the all introducer. Good. All right, so we'll go with some NFC. Uh, let's go ahead and start. Let's let's start backwards in a sense uh, on the West Coast. We you know we're East Coast guys. Let's go West Coast. Zanelli, uh, what do you have placement wise for uh, go four to one in the NFC West? Okay, uh, just going placement. I do have the records too. I don't know if you want me to add that in there as well. Yeah, we'll do it uh, together. Let's do it. All right, so in fourth place, I have the dreadful Seattle Seahawks at 3-14. and 14. Okay. And then what do you got? Also, Seattle Seahawks, also 3-14. and 14. Okay. I have their wins over the New Orleans Saints, the New York Giants, and the New York Jets, and that's for, it. For what it's worth, I also have the Seattle Seahawks. That, we'll do that together then. Let's do it, yeah. Let's just have some yeah. fun. We all that have works. Seahawks at number four. Zanelli, yes. you're number three. I have the Arizona Cardinals sitting at eight and nine. I'm with I have on that one. The exact same thing, eight and nine. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're pretty much on the money here. I love it. All right. And Declan, you said you had Arizona as well? Yes. Would, okay. And now in second, I have your San Francisco Giants. Uh, not Giants. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. I sound like an idiot. Uh, San Francisco 49ers at 10 and 7. Shut up. No way. You got them at 10 and 7. I have you? the San Francisco 49ers at 10 and 7. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I have the 49ers in second place as well. Which leaves and the Los Angeles Rams at what record, Steve? 11 and 6. False. They are going to win 12 games. They will be 12 and 5. It's insane how you win a Super Bowl and then you get better. Yeah, right. They lose Von Miller, and I feel like they are a better team. Yeah, I, I still think they're a very solid team. I do. Let's go over their schedule then, because I'm curious to see what you think, Steve, since we have the same record. I'm sure there's different games here and there, but um, I'm going to go week by week with you. I have Buffalo as a loss in week one. and I Well, I should just say game one. I don't remember where their bye falls. So uh, I have Buffalo as a loss. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, Atlanta as a win. Yes. Arizona as a win. At Arizona. Yes. Uh, at San Francisco, I have a loss. They don't generally play great against the Niners. I think they'll split this year. We'll get to that part later. I do have that as a loss as well. Okay. And then I have a whole lot of wins in a row. I have Dallas, Carolina, San Fran, at Tampa Bay, and Arizona. I have all of those as wins. I have them losing on Buccaneers. Okay. So that's probably our difference. Yeah. Uh, and then I actually have two losses here in a row. I have at New Orleans. I know they're not a great team, but there's something about the Superdome. New Orleans is going to win some games here and there. And I have at Kansas City a loss as well. Okay. Uh, I have – and then I have them winning out other than the Chargers game uh, in week 17. I have them losing yeah. to the Chargers. I believe I have them losing against the Chargers, and then I need one additional loss. And I believe I have an upset with uh, the Raiders. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not necessarily a bad team. I mean, I have them. No, that's the thing. Like, the Raiders, they're not a bad team at all. But I just think that's that's the one that uh, 
that the uh, yeah the it's Rams in, are going to give up. It's in L.A. That makes sense. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So we are all agreement four through one, and pretty much every game other than <laughs> the Rams with me and Zanelli. Uh, let's go to the <laughs> NFC South. Uh, I think personally, in my opinion, the worst division, possibly in all of football, if not definitely the NFC. Chores. Yeah, I got I got three losing records in this division. I completely agree. Um, number four, I have the Carolina Panthers at five and twelve. I have the Carolina Panthers at five and twelve. <laughs> what do you got? I have the Carolina Panthers. There it is. If you couldn't tell, ladies and gentlemen, Steve Zanelli is my best friend. So here it is. Uh, this is why the Atlanta Falcons, third place, five and twelve. I have them at six and eleven. There you go. The Schwartz. What do you have third? I have the Saints at number three. I have the Saints at number two, but at six and eleven, only one game better than the third and fourth place teams. And I have the New Orleans Saints in second at seven and ten. Sure. I don't think they're going to be a terrible team. I but agree. They're still not good. Although I just, I just they're going to be slightly below mediocre. I will say everything. It, it depends. There's a lot. A lot that goes into that though with. You don't know what's going to happen with, happen with uh, Alvin Kamara. I know, you know, he's been facing legal stuff. Michael Thomas missed all of last year. You don't know what you're going to get out of him. And Jameis Winston's coming off a torn ACL. And I don't like that coach. There's just there's too many red flags on that team. I agree, and that's why I have them at six and eleven. Yes, I, I have them at number. Th- I have New Orleans at number three. Yeah, and I can see that. Uh, so I, then, I, I actually I like Mariota. I like Kyle Pitts. I like the receiver they picked up. Who was it? Was it Drake London? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I love Drake London. That defense is so bad. It is, but they have some pieces. I agree. I just think that the defense of the Saints is going to keep them in a couple more games. and I think the Falcons will be in some close games. I just don't think they're going to win a lot of those games. Sure. I think I think Atlanta will be pretty solid in the next few years. I do, too. I like their base. And yes. I think Marcus Mariota is a great bridge quarterback, especially next year. If you can get a draft pick, you know, high. So young Who knows? He might be able to play. He could. It could be another Ryan Tannehill situation. You don't know. But either way, I think that sets – either you set yourself up and you have a quarterback who's still relatively young in the grand scheme of things. He's not old. You know what I mean? You have one of those. Or you're you're just ass and you're garbage and you draft the young quarterback next year in a quarterback-rich draft. Or you do both. Who knows? So – and then obviously Tampa Bay. I have them at 11-6, though. Uh, a little bit of a step back, I think, than what they've been recently. I have Tampa Bay at eleven and six. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and to short, I know you have Tampa at number one as well. Um, some of Tampa's games, um, they, I mean, they have a hard schedule. If we're just being real here, uh, they go to Pittsburgh. Uh, they host Kansas City and Green Bay. They're at Dallas to start the season, which not a great easy game. Obviously, uh, they're home against Baltimore and the Rams back to back weeks. They're at Cleveland, at San Francisco. Home against Cincinnati, like that. That schedule is brutal. Like it's it's a tough schedule. Uh, yeah, I was, when I was looking over that, I'm like, damn. I mean, I know they're gonna win the South, but it's still a really tough schedule. They're gonna get beat up a lot. Yeah, this might be one of those years where Brady's like, I won the division, but this sucks, man. <laughs> this <laughs> he retires mid season. Who was that? <laughs> Vernon Davis. Who who was that? That um for the Bills. Remember he he uh, retired at halftime. Vontae yeah. Davis. Vontae Davis, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. He's like, yeah, man, <laughs> fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> no, Vernon Davis is the tight end that hurdled the Eagles in week one. Yeah, yeah. We, we said Vontae, yeah, Vontae. Yeah, I, I, I may 
my mistake. I corrected it. We're good. I remember it was Vontae Davis, not Vernon Davis. We're and then as soon as I said Vernon Davis, I was like, oh, former tight end of the uh, Washington uh, Commanders. Well, not Commanders, Redskins, technically. But... At that, and, and the 49ers. Yes. He was stuck on the 49ers. Mike, Mike Singletary, famous speech. I want players who are going to be here. Cannot coach with them. Cannot win with them. Can't do it. <laughs> Great speech. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the NFC East. Uh, personal favorite. Personal favorite for you and the shorts. Uh, you know, I have a rooting interest, obviously. Um, I think, I think this, this one's fairly easy, actually. Yeah, I was literally saying I think this is pretty easy. Number four, the New York, I don't know how to play football giants. Yep. What do you, what do you have them at, Jacobs? Four and 13. I have them at three and 14. Wow. All right. Uh, I want to hear what you have for their wins. I have them starting the season 0-6 and, and winning at Jacksonville, which they could very well lose that game. Um, I didn't write down who. I, no, you're good. I, they, I just got to check back on their schedule. You're good. So uh, they open the season at Tennessee. Dougie P plays well against New York. I, I agree. Let me. We'll get there. Home against Carolina. Home against Dallas. Home against Chicago. At Green Bay, home against Baltimore. That's how six got written all over it. Yep. Uh, at I, Jacksonville, I think they win, but I, I don't. That was my one win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and at then Seattle, I, have... I think they lose. Yeah, it's um, tough to play in Seattle. I don't care how bad the Seahawks yeah. are. That's a tough place to play. Yeah, Lumen Fields rocking. Twelfth man, uh, Houston. I think that's a win. That's a win. That's my other win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Detroit. That's that's a loss, um, and then at Dallas is a loss. I have them beating Washington. That's and, my other one, and I, I, I do think... have them. I it might sound crazy. I do have them stealing a game against Philly, just because they always play Philly hard. Wow. My my only the only reason I said the Eagles sweep them, it's just the Eagles have owned the Giants the last couple of years. That's why I I don't think I think the Eagles sweep them. I, but can, I think I gonna, they're going to split against the commies. <laughs> the commies. <laughs> From now on, they are the commies. Yeah, the Washington commies. Speaking of the Washington commies, seven and ten in third place. I have them at six and eleven. Yeah, very, very average Washington commies. Like that that team on paper is actually like pretty good. Yeah, their defense is stacked. Yeah, and that offense is. isn't bad. You got Carson Wentz, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. Uh, and then, um, who did they draft first pick? Ah, uh, who was it? Wasn't it a wideout? Or they talked about a wideout. Maybe they it, didn't go for it. It was a uh, – no, they – No. It's been a minute. Oh, no. Didn't they pick up Chris Olave? Olave, yeah. Was it was? Olave? No, it was Johan Dotson. Johan Dotson, yes. He's a freak. He's good. I like him a lot. Yes, I mean, that's – there's pieces, that's pieces there. Yeah, and, I mean, they have a very good coach in Ron Rivera. I mean, I think they could surprise teams. I just think they have a tough schedule. So – I like them uh, right there in third place. Yeah, I do too. Uh, number two, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Logan squad at nine and eight, just squeaking into the playoffs. Uh, wow, Logan might love me. I have them in second place as well, but I have them at ten and seven. Sure, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I I got the Cowboys in second place as well. And the Philadelphia Eagles rounding out the East, number one at twelve and five. Wow, Jacobs, I agree with you. Eagles twelve and five. Yeah, their their schedule's too easy. It's way too easy. Yeah, very, I, very I like easy I like schedule. twelve I like twelve thirteen months for the birds. Yeah, just looking at the Eagles schedule. I mean, we won't look at it too much. I know we did last week. Uh, that, that game against Jacksonville, week four, we we talked about it. Screams. Um, 
screams trap game all over to me. Yes. But okay. yeah, and you know, it's it's just an early season game. It's you know, it, it is what it is. But there's a lot of winnable games early. You know, I mean, Arizona. I don't think they're as good as some people talk about. We we just talked about them a little bit. Minnesota. They're going to take a little bit of time. They'll be good. That game, Detroit, Week One. I think will actually be a pretty good game. But I do like Detroit. Pittsburgh's a tough game. We talked about it a lot last week. We won't go too much into it. But the the second half of their schedule, I think they'll really show um, who they are as a team. For my betters out there, hammer Eagles minus three and a half. Hammer it. Hammer the Zanelli line. Hammer the Zanelli line. <laughs> All right. Uh, NFC North to finish it out. Really not as bad as I think people have talked about. I, all of the teams except Green Bay have improved, in my opinion. Okay. Um, fourth place, seven and ten, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I got the I got the Detroit Lions at, uh, at four wins at six and eleven. Zanelli, what do you got? I have the Detroit Lions at four and thirteen. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. Hey, watch, but, out for, but watch out for the Lions a, last year. I'm telling a, you right now. It's telling you right now. Yes. Watch the Bears be last place next year. Do not be surprised if it happens. Shut your mouth. Shut the, your damn mouth. Now, the Detroit Lions, they're just going to be like last year. They're not a good team, but they really play hard. I would love. I would run through a wall for MCDC. Who wouldn't, dude? You got James like, Williams, DeAndre Swift. Jared, Jared you're not going to go anywhere with Jaron Goff. That, that, obviously. That's your only problem. I, that's I just think phenomenal. that team's just not good. They're just not good. It, that, I agree. That's my bottom line. They have very good <laughs> building blocks, but overall, there is a lot missing on that squad. I, I understand. We we love some TJ Hawkinson. Love TJ Hawkinson, Aiden Hutchinson. Declan, the problem is there's 22 players. There's 11 and 11, and then I know. another I know. 31. You know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying. It's just so. Um, number three, seven and 10 as well, the Minnesota Vikings. I have the Bears at seven and ten. Okay, I have one, one I have win the, above I have, the Lions. I have the Bears in third place at six and eleven. I, I think you highly in my Bears. I have the Chicago Bears in second place at eight and nine. Ooh, I I just I have, don't think that roster is that good that year. That offense is not set up to succeed, not even a little bit. That defense is going to win them some games. Yes, that's why I have them at seven wins, but. That's how I feel about the Bears. I think their defense is has improved, I'm, but I'm just not sold in the offense yet. I'm telling you, the offensive line is better than it was last year. Justin Fields in year two under an actual offensive coordinator who knows what the hell he's talking about, and Luke Getze, who's been around Aaron Rodgers and been around extraordinary talent. Yes, they are not as talented. David Montgomery can run the damn ball. Khalil Herbert can run the damn ball. They have pieces. The, the passing game, it's going to take work. There's not a lot of talent. Darnell Mooney, great piece. We know that. And Steve and I, that's just what we did. Darnell Mooney. Darnell Mooney. Shout out Whittle. Whittle did it last week, too. I just let it slide. Byron Pringle I, is number two right now. That's not gonna that's not gonna work. You know what I mean? But I, I thought I, you I were gonna I thought you were about great. to praise Byron Pringle for a second. Great no. football name. I was I was great gonna have to name. stop you. No, I'm not that dumb. Come Byron on. Byron Pringle has some potential. I thought that's oh he has a good no he He's a decent player. He's not a number two receiver. I'm not sure. Stupid. Sure. He's a number three, four. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, but there's potential on that team, though. So, that's why. And you know what? We looked at the schedule last week. There's a lot of coin flip games that can go either way. 
And that's what the Bears are. So that's they're why I think eight wins. There are a lot of trap games in there. Um, the defense will win. Duncan, would you have it Minnesota for a second? Um, I have. I actually have Green Bay at number two. I have Minnesota at number one. No way. Really? I do. Really? No way. Smell it. Smells like a hot take. Captain Smells Kirk. like some bullshit. Smells like Captain some bullshit. Kirk. Captain Kirk. Get, get one of the most overpaid players of all time. Is Darius Smith still on the Packers? They got rid of either Preston or Zedarius. I don't remember who. I think it was Preston. They got rid of one of the two. Yeah. Nah, it might be Zedarius now that I think about it. That that wide receiver room's not looking very good. It's uh, garbage. Aaron Jones, I like. AJ Dillon, I like. And it's just I, the Vikings. The Vikings. The freaking Vikings. What is there to like? S- Skull. Kirk Cousins had a good. He, he's he's very underrated right now. And they, have a whole new, they, and they have a new coach. I don't. I I, I, I kind of like the coach. Seven or eight wins. I'm telling you right now. I have I have Minnesota in second, nine and eight, and I have Green Bay at first in ten to seven. I have Green Bay at eleven and six. That's the thing, though, Steve. Like they are very close. Yeah, uh, it, it's actually a pretty tight division for one and two. That's the way Here, I look at it. Here's my thing. When you when you look at the schedule for Minnesota, okay, Green Bay, week one, I, I think they can win that game, sure. They go to Philly, that's a loss. Detroit, tough game. At New Orleans, tough game. Chicago, they're going to win, but it's a tough game. At Miami, tough game. Arizona, tough game. Washington, it's, I know we said it's an average team. It's a tough game. It's it, They're a good team on paper. They go to Buffalo, they're going to lose that game. Dallas, that's a tough game. The Patriots, tough game. The Jets are better this year. The Lions again. Indianapolis, tough game. They'll beat the Giants and then Green Bay, Chicago. There's tough games on that schedule. I just – I know what you're saying. I I just don't see it this year. Uh, yeah, maybe, you can argue maybe the same thing for Green Bay, too. Yeah, but they're a better team. How many How many, How many? many tough games they have? Minnesota's a tough game. Chicago, I think I think they split with Chicago this year, Green Bay. Tampa, that's a, that's, that's a tough game. New England, I don't like. New York sucks. The Jets – I think are going to be third place this year. Call me crazy. Washington Commanders, like we said, that's a good team on paper. They can steal a game from anybody. Buffalo, probably second, first best team in the league right now. Detroit, got to watch out for. Dallas, got to watch out for. Tennessee, got to watch out for. Philly, I think Philly wins. I like Philly. And like I said, Chicago, you're going to win one of those games. You can make the argument with either of those teams. I guess. I just, I mean, I, I, I hate the man with all my heart, but Aaron Rodgers over Kirk Cousins any any day of the week. And it's not oh, even close. Oh, I'm not arguing that. I know Jake, you're not, Jake. but I'm saying I think that alone is at least two to three, if not four, wins extra. I think the problem <laughs> last year with the Vikings was the defense and the head coach, and they've upgraded on both. The defense still sucks, but okay. Defense has gotten better, though. It, it's J- not hard Jake to get better than what they were last year. Go ahead, Zanelli. I was just going to say, I love how pretty much our our uh, picks are really similar for the most yeah, very, part. Yeah, very similar, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I that means he's going to look. In the NFC, uh, to look ahead for you, my playoff picture, the one seed, I have the Rams at 12-5. and five. I have the Eagles at 12-5 and five at number two. Number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 11-6. and six. Number four, the Green Bay Packers, 11-6. and six. My three wild cards, I have the San Francisco 49ers at 10-7, and seven, the Dallas Cowboys at 9-8, and eight, and then it just all depends on tiebreakers. I have the Cardinals and the Bears are both 8-9. and nine. So, I, obviously, the Cardinals are a better team. So, I think they would make it over the Bears, but who knows their tiebreaks. So, 
That is my NFC playoff. I love it. Want to look AFC, boys? Yeah. Let's do it. We're going to go east to west. Um, AFC East, four to one. Deshaun, who's your number four? Patriots, number four. Uh, Mac Jones is the young piece. They have no receivers that running back room. We know how they're a heavy run offense. That team is getting old very fast. I, I think the team's aging. I think other than Mac Jones, you don't have a whole lot of pieces on that team. Patriots, number four. Zanelli. I have the New England Patriots at number four. What? Okay. I have the New York Jets at five and 12. Number four. Number number three, you gotta go. You gotta look at New York Jets here. The free agency looked good. Uh, draft day looked good. All signs are starting to show. Call me crazy, I'm not big on them. Signs are showing for a Zach Wilson breakout year. Yeah, I just don't like Robert Sala. I think he's gonna hold that team back. Really, you don't like Rob, Robert Sala? I, I like Salad. him as a person. I'm just not sold on. I'm not sold on him yet. Okay. Generally, I think. I think that I also have the Jets in third. But I feel like they're going to be kind of like the Lions, but just a little bit better because I think they have more talent. I agree. Like they're just they're just going to be in games, and they're they're just going to be a, they're going to be a team that upsets a lot of teams. No, yeah. they they have they have better talent, but they have worse coaching, in my opinion. Yes. I, I love MCDC a lot. I think I think Chicago and Jets are around that six, seven, maybe eight win mark. I have them a five, but I can see them winning a couple more. Sure, uh, I have the Patriots at number three at seven to ten. Uh, my number two, I have the Miami Dolphins at seven to ten. I have the Miami Dolphins in second. Okay. And uh, Declan, no, I'm sure you have the Dolphins at two, right? Yes, I have the Dolphins at two. Uh, number one, Buffalo at fourteen and three. Yeah, and that team is insane. Not even a, it's not even a surprise. That, They're going to be a Super Bowl favorite. Yeah, that that team is nuts. So, call me crazy. I think they would have beaten Cincinnati last year. In the AFC Championship game, that, that, that defense is nuts. Kansas City, Cincinnati is yeah. a great matchup for Cincinnati. Yes, I. Right. I, I it's I, better. It's better for a uh, better ma- matchup ma- than Buffalo. Matchup wise, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I agree. Uh, AFC North, uh, at number tough. yeah, number this four. I number four. I have at eight and nine, and it's a very very could be a lot more than eight wins. Um, I have the Cleveland Browns at eight and nine. Wow. I'm not huge on that roster. I'm really not. Wow. I have Pittsburgh at number four. Okay. So no, I, have the, four. I, I, I still think that I still think they come above five hundred. Mike Tomlin pulls it off every year somehow. Okay. So no, I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry, Steve. Cleveland Browns at four. Okay. Uh number three, Pittsburgh, ten and seven. I have I have Browns at, at three. Around, around ten and seven. I have Pittsburgh at three. They would be four if just their defense is too good. It's yep. just too good. I completely agree. And that offense has a lot of pieces. A lot of pieces for whoever is the quarterback. Number two, Baltimore, 12 and 5. Number two, Baltimore. I, I have Baltimore at number two. You need, number to find, you need to find more receivers on that team. Uh yeah. I if if um if they can find more receivers, they could be a 13-14 win team, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that team can win the Super Bowl. I Right now, I, I think they just need a, a few more pieces. Yeah. Number one, Cincinnati, 13-4. and four. That defense is getting better, Cincinnati. Yep. That team is pretty much complete all on I don't both sides of coach, the ball. I don't, hate, I don't hate that coach so much anymore. No, Zach Taylor looks a lot better now that he's got a team around him, doesn't he? Yep. He does. Uh, AFC South, this division stinks. 
Oh, it's uh, so it's it's so bad. It smells worse than my farts, honestly. There it is. That happened. All right. Uh, number four, Zanelli. You asked me before the podcast started who I had as the worst team in the NFL. Oh boy. Here's your answer. At two and fifteen. Oh my god. The Houston Texans. <laughs> Yo, I'm with you. Houston's the worst team in the league. They're so so bad. Yeah. Shout out. Former uh, coach David Culley. You you think of most most random of, head coach ever? Well, he's you not even there for, anymore. It's Lovey Smith now. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's Shout what I mean. Of, you think Shout of bright out. spots on the team, and you think of one guy, Brandon Cooks. I mean, I, I think a little bit of Derek Stanley now too. Oh yes, that didn't even cross my mind. Not well, to mention, what I don't know if he I, can I even think play. A, I think he's the second best corner in the draft, in my opinion. I think of Davis Mills. That's my guy. No, I'm kidding. Davis Mills. His Number... neck's longer than the throws he's going to throw. All right, Mike Lennon. <laughs> oh, by quarterback the way, I have, I have Houston in fourth. Sorry, I didn't say my pick. Houston no, we know fourth. who it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Number... it's not even a debate. <laughs> no, it's, it's just that's who it is. Number five. Uh, five. Oh, my God. No, they're number five. <laughs> they're so bad. They're number five. Number three, the Jacksonville Jaguars at five and 12. Uh, I have in third. I have the Jaguars with seven wins. Sure. Number two, a changing of the guard, Tennessee 8-9. I like that. I got Tennessee at two as well. I have Tennessee at two as well. Uh, Matt I Ryan. Just, Matty Ice. Matt, yeah. I But looking at Tennessee, they had a lot of good success with Brian Tannehill. But there is a lot of animosity in that locker room. I'm telling you right now, he doesn't really feel like being a mentor to Malik Willis. Malik Willis may as well have said, I don't give a damn about what, what I got to do with him. They, it's, they're not starting off on the right foot. We all think Tannehill's a douchebag for that, right? Yes. Okay. I know he went I... through some stuff, but, like, I'm sorry. In my opinion, in sports, as a quarterback, an older quarterback, your job is to mentor. Even if he felt like that, I don't think he should have said it publicly. That just makes him look really bad. Of course. I completely agree. So, uh, number one, Indiana- Indianapolis, 10 and 7, but still. Yeah, it's it's an ugly first place. It's 9, 10, 11 wins. I agree. That, that roster is very good, though. And I love, love. I know Zanelli does as well. Michael Pittman Jr., phenomenal talent. Big yeah. Nick looks Big, like he's coming I'm, back to I'm, I'm just a fan of really tall receivers. Like, I don't know, just something about him. I get it. He's smooth, though. He, like, he's fun to watch. Yes. Yeah. Shout Second. out Ropars for the amount of times he tried to trade me, Michael Pittman Jr. <laughs> Mike, Bro, don't get started. Mike, Mike, who won the Michael fantasy Pitt. championship this past season? Let me know. All right, all right, Zanelli, get over yourself. Michael Pittman Jr., Michael Carter. Don't, yeah. Wait, what about Michael Carter? What? Wasn't, wasn't he who he tried to trade? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, like it, he it traded was, half his team. That's what Mike does. That's why. Yeah, Mike Rapars trades half of his team for right. one good player. Sorry. And, and Mike no, Okay, him. okay. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't throw my boy under the bus like that. Um, AFC West, best division of football. Oh, yeah. Love this division. Um, literally, all four teams, number one and number four, I have separated by three games, first to fourth. That's how close I think this division is. See, Number- I don't, and and this is this is why I say that. There's going to be a team that is 
So, like, and, and here it's the Raiders, and I hate to say it. There's going to be the team that goes one and five, two and four divisions with, with the division record. So, I, I mean, it's unfortunate. I, th- I, I just I think the Raiders are the worst team in that division. So, I think when it comes to division games, they go one, five, two, and four. And I think they end up getting fourth place, maybe eight, nine wins, eight seconds. I, I completely disagree with you. Um, I actually think for all that we've talked about Denver, and shout out to Zanelli for Russell Wilson of Denver way back when. Um, what a call. Great call. Um, I – Love this Raiders Raiders team. I think Josh McDaniels in his second go round as a head coach. I think he's going to work very well with Derek Carr. Stop it! Oh my! God. Let me talk. Get over Josh it. Josh McDaniels. He was, bro. He was so young back in the day. And didn't Denver go out eight zero to start that season when he was no, coaching Denver? No, they were like terrible, and Tebow saved them. Oh uh, yeah, bad. Tebow had to save Josh McDaniel, Steve. What's that tell you? Tell you you understand how young that homie was back then? Is what I'm literally telling you right now. He went. He's back. still young. Exactly. Thank you. He was not ready to be a head coach, dude. He was not ready. Too soon. It was too soon. He's going to a phenomenal spot now. A team that made the playoffs last year, who has a phenomenal offense. Now you bring in Devontae Adams on top of it. You have Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. Josh Jacobs, like, are you serious? You bring in Chandler Jones on defense, have him and Max Crosby rushing the passer. I like Jonathan Abram in the back the back end. They, they have so much talent on that team. I think Casey Hayward's still on that team as well, correct, cornerback? So, mm, I don't know. But either way, that um, number four, I have Denver at 10 and 7. I, I didn't even think... say who I was in, fir- was in fourth for me. That's my four. Oh, that was your fourth? Okay, it was Denver? Yeah. Okay. Who do you have a fourth, Steve? Casey Hayward is with the Atlanta Falcons. So he changed teams. I apologize. I'm about to have a hot take of the century. Are you don't don't tell me Kansas City. Kansas City is in fourth. Okay, cool. Steve, you just bored me. Who do you have a four? I have Kansas City. Oh, I thought you said you don't. Wow. No, I said I do. I have Kansas City Ooh. in fourth. That, that was my hot take. Okay. Wow. Oh, man. I just think Ty- Tyreek Hill is too big of a part of their offense, and losing him, it's hard to replace. I mean, they, who'd they get? Marquez Valdez-Scantling? They, they brought him in. They brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, they drafted another wide receiver as well. Um, Chiefs, rookie... And they lost Ty- Tyron Matthew. I mean, they, they lost a lot of key pieces on both They sides brought the in ball. another safety to to replace him, but I understand. Uh, Sky Moore, that's, and Ropars loves him. Um, oh, well, Ropars loves him. He, he knows his draft stuff, all right? You, you listen no, to the no, podcast. No, 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 I'm serious, I'm serious. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. He loves Sky Moore, and I, I'm a, I've, I've heard good things as well. So, all right, well, we're all in this first – the first one, we're all in disagreement on number four. Um, I just think this is a tough division. I think we're all going to have different spots. And I like honestly. that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Number yeah. Th- number three, I have the Vegas Raiders at eleven and six. I have the Vegas Eleven Raiders at wins. Third. Eleven wins. Oh. I hope Vegas does well. I like Vegas a lot. Did you look at their schedule? Now. Uh, Chargers loss. Arizona win. Tennessee could go either way. I have loss. Denver win. 
Kansas City win because they're going to split with teams. I know you don't agree, but I think so. Houston win. New Orleans win. Jacksonville win. Indianapolis, I think win. Could go either way. Denver loss. Seattle win. Chargers, I think they split. Win. Rams loss. New England win. Pittsburgh loss. San Fran win. Kansas City loss. 11 and 6. It's not a hard schedule. Mm-hmm. A lot of winnable games on that schedule. Steve, you have Raiders at three as well, you said? Yes. Uh, Declan, who do you have at three? Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson, I just – I don't think he can win a Super Bowl. Call oh, me You mean again? Again, yeah. <laughs> um, number He's two, Kansas City. I'm sorry, he can't. Number two, Kansas City, 12-5. and five. Denver Broncos at number two. Possible dark horse. No pun intended. Number two, Kansas City. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. <laughs> number two, Kansas City. Uh, number one, we we can all agree the Los Angeles Chargers, thirteen and four. Yeah, I love them. I love them this year. Casey Jackson team is incredible. All right, so that leads me to my AFC playoff picks. Uh, the one seed Buffalo at fourteen and three. Two seed the Chargers, thirteen and four. Three Cincinnati, thirteen and four. Wow. Uh, yeah, four Indianapolis, ten and seven. Just because you know. Um, Five Kansas City, twelve and five. Six Baltimore, twelve and five. And seven Las Vegas, eleven and six. Denver missing by one game. AFC is going to be a crazy playoffs this year. Yeah, AFC is loaded, dude. They're loaded this year. Um, which brings me to my twenty twenty three draft order: the top eight picks. At number eight, the New Orleans Saints at six and eleven. Number seven, the Jets at five and twelve. Uh, six, the Jaguars at five and twelve. Five Atlanta five and twelve, four Carolina five and twelve. The Giants at three, four and thirteen, the Seahawks three and fourteen, number two, and the Houston Texans. First overall pick, two and fifteen. By the way, that number eight pick comes to Philly. Yep. Howie. Howie, you dirty dog. <laughs> to quote Mr. Steve Zanelli. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Steve Zanelli's Twitter. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was fun. That was good. Good NFL that talk. That was a good guys. talk. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, we'll touch on the playoffs real quick. Um, Miami about blew the game. We're, you know, as you know, we record on Sunday nights about 830 right now. Miami blew the game. And, well, just about blew the game, I should say. Last night, Saturday night, game three. Uh, huge lead, held on to win. I'm really not that invested in the series. The Sixers kind of ruined it for me. Um, Facts. And no, that's the worst part. It's great basketball, too. Two really, really good teams who both deserve to go to the finals, in my opinion, in the uh, the Celtics and the Heat. I feel the exact same way. I mean, I, I'll yeah. be honest. Once the Sixers lost, I haven't watched a lick of basketball. I I've really watched haven't. A, a little bit off and on at work and at the bar on Friday night. It was on, so I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, but, but you, don't, you don't go out of your way to sit down and, like, turn it on. I, yeah, I hate to say it. I just don't. I'm who, not. I'm... Who are you guys rooting for? Um... I'll go Miami, more so for Dev. Um, Whoever East, I want them to lose. I love Jimmy Butler, you know, so. I'm rooting Celtics only because the Heat broke my heart yet again. Yeah, I I just, you know, the Heat, I'm going to root for the team that beat me. And I I just, I know Boston's, it's not really as much of a rivalry anymore. Um, It's not like, you know, the Boston Bruins, I, I just can't stand. It's. 
you know, these Celtics, other than Marcus Smart, are a pretty likable team, in my opinion. We've talked about, but you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna root for Miami. Um, I'd love to see for you know Logan's sake, Golden State do something. I mean, Dallas do something. Excuse me. Um, I just think Golden State's too much, man. Dallas's defense. We'll see. You know, games three and four, what happens? I know they're a different team at home, but I I just think Golden State. It's they're on a mission, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's just the team of destiny right now, in my opinion. I did. Dallas Jacobs, is minus I... three and a half. We hammering that, Steve. Dallas is minus three and a half. Yep. No, there's no them. way they're favorited. They are. What? Stop. Let me check. Let me just clar- Let me just clarify Declan's. This is sports book on ESPN. Well, yeah, it says on if you look on the ESPN app, it says Dallas minus three and a half. I'll take I'll take I'll take uh I'll take that. I'll take Warriors plus three and a half any yeah. day of the week. Tomorrow, Sorry. I mean Boston. I I love Dallas and all. Like I just think that it's great that they made it to the Western Conference Finals, but like Jacob said, Golden State's too much. It's They're too playing much with money. house money. Dallas Dallas is playing with house money. Yeah. At this point, you know? So great season, great run. Luke is a oh my god, he's, he's an so good. Dude, he's, he's a star. So good. Shout out Skip Bayless. You know, Luca's not a star. You fucking idiot. If we think our hot takes are hot, that dude must be at his boiling point. Yeah. Skip Bayless is a moron. I think he says it to get clicks. I don't. If you watch him, he says it with conviction. In 2015, he said that Michael Jordan at 53 years old could beat LeBron James in a 1v1. He hates LeBron. It's it's That's not – no, like he hates LeBron James. (laughs) Shannon, Shannon Sharp. I, I, I can't stand to watch that show more than maybe five minutes at a time. Um, shout out Logan for being able to. That's, he likes it. Good for, you can watch it, buddy, for me. Hot take. It's, With, it is what um, it is. He likes it. That's it's what he is. Um, Shannon loves LeBron. Skip hates him. Absolutely hates everything about him. So, I don't know. I, I don't understand that. I never will. Are we ready to rant about the Sixers yet? Yeah, I was just trying to delay the inevitable. Let's do it. Um, if you guys didn't know, the Sixers lost in six games. They looked flat in games five and six after being down 0-2. Embiid coming back, tying it up 2-2, going back to Miami, having a momentum, coming out flat both games, not playing help defense. Looked like they wanted to lose the series. And the question is, what else is there to do? They, they weren't the same after that Danny Green injury in game six. The minute Danny Green went down, that team just gave up. I I loved Danny Green in this playoffs. I really yep. did. For all I the shit him. that we've talked on him, you know, this season, the end of last season, he he played very well these playoffs. And um, I I don't know if he tried. Maybe I hope he tries to make a comeback. If that's the end of his career, Danny Green had one hell of a career. Big time uh, winner. I can yeah, tell you that. Dude. I mean, what do you win? One with the Spurs, one with the Raptors, one with the Lakers, right? Three times? Yes. Yep. You got them correct. Yeah, so. He, he was he was in there during that Kawhi shot. Oh, oh my God, that hurts. God. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the year he was on the Raptors. It was. Yeah. He yeah. got traded with Kawhi from San Antonio. He traveled. What a small yeah. world. Right. Yeah, they, they included him in that trade. And then Silly decided, hey, let's come to Philly. Oh, wait, he got traded here, didn't he? No, he signed, didn't he? 
now he got traded from the Lakers, right? No, I'm I, pretty sure he signed. I think they signed him and Dwight from the Lakers. Oh, okay. But, well, he was the goofball that went, hey, let's go to Philly. He, he was the smart man who left L.A. after they imploded. This is true. Right before they imploded. I I read that like a book. When I saw all them people they signed, I was like, this team isn't going to work. Yeah, and but I mean, even, do you last, know? even last year, they were the seventh seed. You know? They, they, they were in the play. Yeah. I mean, but if James, are you gonna do? Did you take your? Did you make your point about the Sixers or no? Good. No, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead, big dog. So we we're obviously disappointed fans with the Sixers. We're very very disappointed. But I think this year it's it the feeling is just different because we don't know when, what else to do. Yeah, I mean, that's, I just have that's, that's I have no words. I I don't. Especially that um, that game five loss was just where well, they lost by thirty five. It was pathetic. I just they they look so good in the first round. They look good at the end of the season, and then I really was not sold on Miami. I mean, I know they have a very good all around team. I think they have one of the best benches in the NBA. I just wasn't sold on Miami, and I, I just had it glued to my head. I was like, I think the Sixers can really win this out in six or seven. We all did. It, Going and, in the second round, the Sixers were the better team. He, even if those last two games were very close, and without the Sixers looking like absolute dog water, those last two games, I think I'd feel a little bit differently. But, no, they looked abysmal those no, last two Heat, games. The Heat were the better team in the series. You can't say they weren't. No, I agree with you. I yeah. agree. Yeah. But – I don't know if it's wrong for me to say. Not necessarily clean house, but a lot of changes need to be made. Yeah, I don't think clean house. Um, I'll start. I'm not there. saying clean house, but I think just they need to do a lot. That bench yeah. is just horrific. I can't stand looking at it. Yeah, their bench is the main focal point for me. George Niang really disappointed me in the playoffs. Not just the first round, not the set, like both. Yes, he was great in the he was great in the regular season. He had a phenomenal playoffs, regular season. Completely disappeared in the playoffs. He was a and I was really upset with that because I really did like him. I did. Yeah. yeah. I just think the the NBA is going through a shift where you're at the point where you put three, four elite guys and have nobody else and win a championship. You just you can't. In today's I NBA, think the, I think I like where you're going with that, Declan, because I think the era of the so-called super team is over, and it's more you need to have a more balanced team overall. Exactly, because there's there's so much talent in the NBA right now. It's back to seventies, eighties, nineties in a sense where, obviously, it's not a physical, but it's it's more like you said, it's more team oriented. Teams with good benches win games, yeah. and 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 I it's good for basketball. That's great it's, for basketball. It's great for basketball, exactly. I I completely agree. Bad for the Sixers, great for basketball. Yep. Now, to play devil's advocate. The Sixers were only together for roughly three months, as constructed with Harden. You never really got to see them gel together either with the Embiid injury at the end of the Toronto series. Way to go, Doc Rivers. I just, the more you think about what he and Harden can do together with a full offseason together, a full training camp, preseason, Another year of Tyrese Maxey growth. 
Tobias Harris doing his thing. Shout out Jacobs for being right on Tobias Harris this whole time. He's just he's he's a great, great, great player on this team. I'm not saying he's a great player in the NBA. You know what I mean? He's I, I very much enjoy Tobias Harris. And I would he, hate to see him go. He needs to go nowhere. Exactly. I, I don't want I agree. Him. But and I'd also I, I you can't have any of those four for uh, you ha- sorry, you can't have any of those four leave. And honestly, if I'm shopping for one right now, I think it would be James Harden. Yeah, but who's going to take him? The year, be- the year before he goes into a huge contract, who's taking him? He's a rental player next year. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to see him go. I think I with- say I say just keep him for another year. See see what he can do with but this you- team make- as a whole. You have those four players. Somebody like a Furkan Korkmaz, I call me crazy. He doesn't get played enough, so it's hard to say he stinks when he plays very inconsistent minutes. When exactly when he's not getting consistent minutes, it's hard to say he's a bad player. I I don't know. I just you need somebody like a PJ Tucker on the team. Somebody like a Pat Bev. For as much as we you know hate on Pat Bev, you, you need these guys who are dogs who are who are just gonna get in your face who you absolutely hate when they're not on your team, and when they're on your team, you just want to lift up, and you love them. They, they need do. players like that. I did notice something that I'm shocked it took this long for people to finally notice. People are getting fed up with Matisse Dibble. Yeah. And you know what? It's a I shame. Bought, I bought his jersey this year. I love Matisse. He's a great dude as well off the court. You know, he's funny. He's a, he's a good kid, but... Yeah, it... He he stinks offensively, and it's it's really it's bad. crazy because he is so athletic, dude. Yep, you know what I mean. Like you see some of these lobs that they're throwing, and you're like, oh, he's not, and he just goes up and gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he's not a good enough finisher around the rim, though, and he's he's a liability on offense. I hate to say it, it's just I, I'm perfectly fine now saying you can shop him. I think. I want to give him one more year. And then at the trade deadline, if come if by come trade deadline he's still not what he needs to be, I I'm okay with moving him, maybe packaging him and somebody else for somebody. I that's that's how I look at it. I hate to say, you know, Danny Green's still in a contract one more year. I hate to be that guy. I don't know if he's got a no trade clause or not, but if you can I, I, I don't see him playing next year. So he might retire. You might that, be you might be on to something. But if he doesn't retire, if you just say, Hey Danny, we love you. We appreciate everything you've done for us. If you can use his contract and a salary dump to somewhere like a you know, like a Detroit or an Orlando or you know, somewhere like that, like a Houston, Oklahoma City. He's making fourteen and a half mil a year. That's a lot it, of money. Okay, but a lot of the teams have that space. That's what I'm saying. If Those bad teams it, got a lot of money. If you can use it to offset salaries and give Sam Also, Presti, Danny Green did confirm that he's coming back next season. Uh, it's Yeah, but that's at least a nine-month recovery, Declan. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, so. Plus, the Sixers might not even want him, like Jacob said. Uh, no, if I'm the Sixers, I do want him. But you have to look at how you can improve your team. And if he's not going to play and you can use his contract, then you can figure out a way to – if you got to give up a second round pick or two or whatever you got to do, do it. I'm sorry. The future is now. I know that they, they found gold in Tyrese Maxey, and I love Thibault, even though I, I'm, I'm starting to not love him as much as I did. I just, 
these first-round picks, they're not going to do anything for you right now, in my opinion. You're starting to regret not giving up Thibel over Seth Curry. Um, yes and no. I Thibel's, I mean, not Thibel. Curry's so bad on defense. I yeah. love Seth, but he's a horrible defender. That's, he's such a liability. I, somebody like Miami, dude, Jimmy Butler would have scored 50 instead of 40, for being real here. You know what I mean? So, I know what you're saying, Declan, offensively, but there there was more than just one piece missing on offense against the Heat. You know what I mean? So, if that was one of those where, like, you're losing each game by 5, 10 points, maybe. Not when you're losing games by 15, 20 points. It's more than just Curry at that point. <clears throat> so, I, I don't really have much more to say about the Sixers other than, yet again, I'm very disappointed. But it says it's almost expected at this point. But, Jacobs, if you mad, I do want to give a shout-out. Yeah, go ahead. I want to give a shout-out to Tyrese Maxey. The dude is an absolute dog. What He's, we witnessed uh, this year was absolutely incredible with that man. He does a little bit of everything, and I love everything about it. The fact that but, he was not a top-five most improved player finalist blows my Mind, I think He's they said he came in fourth. Times better, I believe they said he came in fourth or fifth. One of those. He was he was top five, but he he wasn't close though. Um, that blows my mind. What what I do love, we 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 should be very grateful in the sense of the the year he was drafted was the college bubble where they didn't play in the uh, March Madness tournament. Correct. How they fell to him. He fell to yeah. that. If the if they were saying if the March Madness uh, tournament happened, he was a top five pick. Yeah. It, oh, we're just. I'm. I'm very happy we got him. And not to interrupt you. Here you go. Uh, here was the voting this year for most improved player. Uh, John Morant one. Uh, Dejounte Murray it's two. Is a joke. It's not a joke, but I know what you're saying. He should. Didn't he win Rookie of the Year? Yes, but he was also like the step he's taken. To be fair. I understand both sides of the argument, but, but like, most improved player, he still, like, grew so much this year. The Grizzlies like I, were not supposed to be the two seed, and that was because of him. Um, I agree with you, Jacobs. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I, I feel a little bit of both ways on I, I I feel both ways about it, exactly. DeJounte Murray at two, Darius Garland at three, Jordan Poole at four, Desmond Bain at five, Tyrese Maxey six. Ooh. And... and Miles Bridges at seven, who deserved both him and Maxi, both deserve to be top five in my opinion. I like that. Miles Bridges improved. He's really well this so year. So much fun to watch. He is so much fun to watch. I. He's so exciting. Great player. Great young player. Yeah, a, a lot of guys showed up this year. A lot, a lot of improvements. Desmond Bain, I didn't even know who he was until December, January. Yeah. Like yeah. you were saying, Declan, there's a lot of talent in the NBA. That's the one thing the I really love about the NBA. Jordan Poole is an absolute beast. I've talked about him on the podcast multiple times. You guys know how much I love him. He is so good. It's He, he is the future of Golden State, if he ends up staying there. Michigan's finest. He is so good. So, so good. Oh, man. Yeah. So, Zanelli, a little bird tells me that uh, we weren't doing – Nearly as good in the uh, award picks when we had our little talk with you earlier in March that uh, than I thought we did, huh? 
Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy that you're letting me run this segment here. So Absolutely. the first time I was on with you guys, we went over our predictions for all the NBA regular season awards. And I went back on that on that episode. I was listening in and our picks were not great at all. <laughs> we all we did pretty bad. <laughs> um Man, it's so funny. Yeah, it is what it is. Declan, you actually did the best, honestly. I mean, when of... when you got the sports mind like me, it's just... get over yourself. Yeah, it... come on, they're all guesses. Let's be real. Yeah. Eagles um, nine and eight. That's just a guess, you know. Whatever. Th- that's Declan. the best call I've ever had, and nobody can take that away from me. That's fair. So now we continue. So, well, I'm I'm going in the order that we did on our first episode together sure, so sure. we have most improved player jacobs you had darius garland declan you, had ja- uh, declan you had john morant and i also had john morant and the winner ended up being john morant even though i don't want john morant being the most improved player it was pretty obvious he was going to win that um defensive player of the year we were so off on this it's not even funny <laughs> So, Defensive Player of the Year, we all set it straight across the board. Rudy Gobert, which we thought was an obvious pick. The Defensive Player of the Year, didn't even come across my mind, was Marcus Smart. Correct. It is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. Um, so, it yeah. is what it is. Exactly. Which, I mean, how do you feel about that? Do you, do you like that he won Defensive Player He's of the Year? He's such a good defensive player. He's such a good defensive player. I agree. Yeah, I, like, I hate him so much, but he's so good at what he does. Shout out to uh, Matisse Thibault, second team defense. Yeah. I saw some interesting stats about him. I don't remember what it was said, but he has, like, more steals than, like, some of the first team players. He's got more blocks than some of the first team players or something like that. Yeah. For the, the amount of minutes he plays. The only reason he wasn't first team is because he only plays, like, 25 minutes a game. And I mean, how about hey, if he's going to keep getting those awards? Obviously, he might land in the Hall of Fame one day if he gets that award like every year. How about uh, Draymond, Draymond Green? Second team played like half the games. That's how good he is defensively. It, Jacobs, you and I know how we feel about Draymond Green. He's on our NBA hate list. Yeah, I, 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 I'll so respect good. his defense any day he, of the week. He's growing on me a little bit, though, too. I can't stand him, but like I don't dislike him. As he's not as obnoxious too. anymore. It's, yeah, he's, he's growing. I wouldn't say growing on me, but he I don't hate him as much as I like, used to. Like, I don't want to kick him in his donkey teeth as much anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. So, as we continue through the list, it's funny. We got the Defensive Player of the Year award completely wrong, but we got the Sixth Man of the Year completely right. That was so easy. The, yeah, that one was probably the easiest one of the year. Sixth Man of the Year was Tyler Hero, and we all predicted Tyler Hero would win Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah. And then we go back to bed again when MVP. Did we all go in and beat on that one? Yes. We all picked indeed. Well, you know, we, what? Looked, we were right. We were right and the voters were wrong, so they can suck I it. mean, this year's VORP VP is uh, Nicole Jokic. But I won't take – look, I won't take any credit away from Nicole Jokic. He is a phenomenon center. Like, no, he is absolutely, he is absolutely yeah. insane on the offensive side of the ball. But in my opinion, I said it on Twitter, and Jacobs, you couldn't agree with me anymore, yep. that in my opinion, an MVP needs to be a two-way player. I said and it on the pod, yep. Embiid was obviously second in the MVP voting, and Embiid is a far more 
better defensive player than Nikola Jokic, who Embiid was actually a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year that one season when he lost to, I believe it was Rudy Gobert, probably, right? Probably. I mean, even bad last year lost to Rudy, so. Yeah, I mean, t- say what you want. I mean, it's going to be a 50-50 shot for NBA fans around there, but we know we think Embiid deserved that MVP. So we all got that one wrong, unfortunately. It's, um, I, I, don't, I haven't seen a reason why how it, Jokic was justified as MVP. Like, and my argument always is, everybody says, oh, he's so good on offensively. I'm like, so why isn't Rudy Gobert MVP every year? And that's the argument you're making. No, I get it. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if you're the MVP and you get taken out for a defensive possession, that, that says all I need to know about you shouldn't be MVP. In, yep. in a clutch moment. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, and this was the most interesting one for the – this is the last award I got. It's just coach of the year. What I like is that we all had three different picks. Mm-hmm. And Declan was the one that got it right with Monty Williams. Uh, I said Taylor Jenkins of the Memphis Grizzlies. And, Jacobs, you said – Jay. I wasn't exactly sure which one you said because I think you edited that something part. Happened, something, something happened when we edited the pod, yeah. Yeah, and – but you, I asked you because I wasn't sure. You said uh, JB Bickerstaff, so I just went with that one. Jay, but you also Bickerstaff. You also said possibly Taylor Jenkins, which we we liked him a lot this year. Yeah, I think I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I said I thought it should go to Bickerstaff or Taylor Jenkins, but I thought Monty Williams would win, and that's what happened, unfortunately. So, so at the end of the year tallies. We have first place Declan with three out of five awards correct. Uh, I came in second with two out of five picks correct. And Jacob's in third with one out of five picks correct. So, nice. overall, we did pretty crappy. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So, that is uh, the end of my segment for NBA Awards recap. There it is. Good stuff. All right. So, um, moving from NBA, let's go ahead and talk about some beautiful things. You know, the Sixers aren't beautiful to talk about right now. Some Not at all. Beautiful things to talk about. I think more so than any other kind of sports venue are Major League Baseball stadiums. They are cathedrals. And there's something, I, I don't know if you guys want to agree with or, you know, or not with this, but there's something about a Major League Baseball stadium to me that just stands out. You know what I mean? Like, no, of course you can. You can walk around the MLB stadium for a few innings, and you you some you're not mad about it. It's just something about like the views from these stadiums that baseball stadiums are like I said, they're just cathedrals. The best way to say it, they're beautiful. You know what I mean? Like something about getting food in the middle of an inning of a baseball game just hits different. I yeah, don't know like, why it just go, does. You know, going like to going to Tony Luke's. Yeah, going to go to Chick Fil A, you know, Chick Fil A, go to Chicky and Pete's. Chick Fil A. Oh my God, I'm... go to Chick Chicky and Pete's. Wait in that, you know, thirty minute line. Go to get your helmet ice cream. Get a nice cold brewski, or for the shorts, a nice cold uh, what water ice? Of course, water ice. So, with that being said, our top ten list of the week is the top ten Major League Baseball stadiums right now. We don't really talk as much about baseball. Um, not really as much to talk about at the moment. You know, I'm sure as the summer goes on and, you know. Cardinals blew out the Pirates, who's hit two bombs. Uh, Molina pitched. Uh, like I said, Roman Quinn hit the walk-off first and last time he'll ever do that. <clears throat> I might I might add, this was a very hard list to do. Yeah. I know it's, op- it's opinion-based, 
But this yeah. is way harder than I thought it was going to be. For you guys, yes, because you've been to some. Um, well, have you guys only been to Camden Yards? No, I've been That's, to a bunch. I was going to say I've that. I've only been to Citizens Bank and uh, Camden Yards. I've I haven't been, been to any I've, other stadium. No, I've been to a few. I've been, let's see. Um, I've been to Philly, Citizens Bank. Been to Baltimore, Camden Yards, uh, D.C., uh, Nationals Park. I heard uh, that place was lame. Where, D.C.? Compared to other ballparks, like that place was very underwhelming. Uh, I really enjoy Nationals Park. Okay, I, I, I think it's a beautiful park. Parking sucks. You know, it's right in DC. It blows. No, but that's another story. Um, Driving in DC in general just oh, blows so bad. <laughs> truck um, truck drivers in LA news. I've been <laughs> Fenway in Boston. I saw a doubleheader in Fenway. That was that was just really cool. Drank some Sam Adams. Boston brewed beer on tap in Fenway. That was. How we're sitting in those seats? Were they snug? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm a big man. Those are small seats. They're uncomfortable too. They're like they're wooden seats. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh god, we're behind home plate. Great views, terrible seating. Um, that's what it is. I've been to New York, the Yankees. I went to Old Yankee Stadium and New Yankee Stadium. I've been to both. Um, Cleveland. I went out to Cleveland. Uh, Progressive Field, formerly known as Jacobs Field. Fun fact. Um, where else did I go? DC, I said. Oh, Chicago. Not to Wrigley, unfortunately. They were in St. Louis at the time. Went to uh, Guaranteed Rates Field, the White Sox. I've been I didn't even know the name of that back. stadium. I didn't even know the name of that stadium. <laughs> yeah. I've been to eight altogether. If that was all eight, if not, I apologize. Oh, and Pittsburgh, PNC Park. Beautiful stadium. Yeah. So, um, to Schwartz, do you have any honorable mentions? My two honorable mentions are City Field and Dodger Stadium. Okay, so City Field for the Mets and Dodger Stadium for the Dodgers, obviously. Uh, Zanelli, what are your honorable mentions? I love that mine are com- totally different with uh, Declan. I have two honorable mentions. I have Comerica Park of the Detroit Tigers. Yeah. And at my other honorable mention, I feel like you, nobody might have this one, is Rogers Center, Blue Jays. I don't oh, like it. It's Ugh. terrible. Yeah, I don't like it. I only said that because I pictured myself sitting in that stadium. And I just pictured if that stadium was fully packed, which that looks like a very large uh, stadium. Like, I just think that stadium would be really loud and rocking. I kind of yeah. love the um, the blue seats. And I like that it's like a half dome. I don't I know. I, just, I find it intriguing. Whatever That's definitely an honorable mention, of course. I just think Montreal's cave uh, ceiling just coming down onto the field. That's a completely it's different it's... stadium. I know. I know. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My honorable mentions, I have Progressive Field in Cleveland. I've been there. Uh, Target Field, the uh, Minnesota Twins Stadium. Underrated. Yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, although – and the funny thing is they went from the uh, Hubert H. uh, The Metrodome or whatever it was, the Home Free Metrodome. Classic. Terrible ballpark, but classic. And uh, Comerica Park is my other honorable mention. Uh, Zanelli, go ahead with your number 10. All righty. Number 10, I have Bush Stadium. St. Louis Cardinals. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I love their skyline. I think their skyline's beautiful. I love it's got the giant arches in the background. And they, they, have one great, arch. they have great, great, great baseball fans, too. I think they, they do. Skyline. They're, they're very the, – the fans themselves, they're just very passionate. And they're, I feel like they're good people, you know? Yeah. I don't, you don't hear anything bad about St. Louis Cardinals fans. Mm-hmm. All right, Declan, go ahead, number 10. 
my number 10 is Yankee Stadium. Karen Yankee Stadium, of course. Um, nice stadium. Only thing bad about it is uh, the right field wall, how I could uh, crank a bat uh, and still, <laughs> still still get that thing going out. That wall is literally like 150 feet. Like, I could – I could close my eyes, put one hand behind my back, and, like, still go yard. Yeah, sure. No, it is what it is. All right. My number 10, I have Nationals Park, uh, Washington Nationals. Stinky baseball team, beautiful ballpark. It's – I actually went with Matt Pearson, you know, we had on the podcast. Matt and I went to D.C. one night for a uh, a Dodgers-Nationals game, just randomly. Had an Expos hat, fit right in. And uh, watch Chase Sutley hit a leadoff home run for the Dodgers. Fun fact. So, that was a pretty neat experience I had at Nationals Park. That was my number 10. We can just go around the horn. And Zanelli, keep going, brother. Oh, I apologize. I forgot it goes, like, back and forth like that. I oh, was we waiting could... for Declan to go. Yeah, but I forgot how your top 10 lists go. Okay, <laughs> so, number nine, I have Petco Park, San Diego Padres. One thing I love about that uh, the stadium, I'm going to throw it back to when Bartolo Colon hit that home run into the warehouse. <laughs> Fun fact, my, I just, my birthday. I just love that you could just sit in that warehouse building and watch a baseball game. It's connected to the stadium, and I love that. That's awesome. My number eight. Nine. Four, or, yeah, close enough. Uh, the, the best skyline in baseball, in my opinion, Bush Stadium. No. Like we said, good fans, really nothing to complain about them. Good baseball team, always fun to watch. Uh, it's a hard team to hate, too. Yeah. I, I never really hate the Cardinals, you know, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado. It's just a fun team. They were easy to hate in uh, 2011 when they broke the hearts of the Phillies, but that's another story. Uh, Damn right. Oh, that was – yeah, you're, you're not old enough to remember that. Number nine, I have Dodger Stadium. It's time for Dodger baseball, Vince Scully used to say. Just uh, a beautiful, like, if you look like all the palm trees and there's something about watching the Dodgers, like, like the late night games, you know, it's dark here in the East Coast and you watch and it's, it's still like, you know, and all the stars in the stadium. And then like, as the sun goes down, it's, it's just like a beautiful ballpark in my opinion. That's why the number nine on my list. My number eight, I have Coors Field, Colorado Rockies. I might argue with Declan on this one for t- in backgrounds of a baseball field. Just to see the mountains in the back, is, oh, I think that's on another level. Beautiful. And I also have a fun fact, Jacobs, from sure. for this stadium. Uh, the first blue moon was created within those walls of that stadium. Yes, I knew that. Yep, blue moon. Jacobs is one of his go-to beers. Fun fact. Love that beer. Great beer. Blue moon. <laughs> so, like, for me – the. Coors Field, like, when you look at it, it isn't very appealing. Of course, the skyline's very nice. What I, what I like about Coors Field is how you just see taters be hit like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, the fact you said taters. Taters. I was not, I was not <laughs> ready for that. Great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Dustin, what do you have at number eight? My number eight is Oracle Park. Nothing like seeing Barry Bonds roided up, sending one in the deep <laughs> right field into the river. Uh, a- absolute great thing to say. That was right field, yeah. Just yeah, the, park bombs, the bombs into, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, like into the bag. I can't stop laughing. I'm sorry. The fact you said roided up. <laughs> Hitting taters all roided up. 
Oh, sorry, yeah, guys. Sorry. We're having I'm fun. I'm sorry. No, I'm it's, sorry. it's getting late for Zanelli. Old man's got to be up soon. Uh, number eight, Minute Maid Park. Beautiful ballpark. Uh, I, I enjoy the train as well. You know, when they hit the home runs, the Astros. Um, sorry, I was banging my trash can. My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy. Oh, my God. Declan right. is off the rails tonight. Declan, dude. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead, Tonelli, number seven. <laughs> oh, real quick. My- I-, I will say, I forgot to say, they used to have the hill in center field. In Houston, they took it away because pe- people used to, like, completely, like, destroy their ankles and their knees. So, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> they took, they took it away. So, num- go ahead, Tonelli, number seven. Number seven. I try not to be biased as a Philadelphia fan, but, you know, Citizens Bank Park's got to make my top ten somewhere. No, of course. Um, I just think Citizens Bank – I know it's fairly a newer-type stadium. It's actually coming up on probably, what, 20 years it's yeah, been built? Yeah, uh, 2004. That's crazy. 2004, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of things I could say about this Philly stadium. Is One, the statues outside with uh, Mike Schmidt and Steve Carlton. Um, the uh, I believe that's – Left field, where the, the the Wall of Fame's at, with their uh, their two championship pennants. Statues uh, it's are, like center. Uh, it's center field Ashburn Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got the Wall of Fame, and then who who doesn't love the Liberty Bell moving when a home runs hit? Yeah. yeah, I've never seen it before because every time I go to a Phillies game, they they don't know how to swing. Back. <laughs> but I just and love that, like if you look in the outfield that there's a lot of brickwork. I don't know yeah. something. It just I just think Citizens Bank is a very beautiful park. And then Even the though city, the Phillies you know, center, are as mediocre as ever, but it's fine. Center city in the background, yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Especially if you're right in an outfield seat, you got a perfect view of the center city skyline. Yeah, yeah, right behind home plate, it's beautiful. Destroyed, what do you got? The other L.A. stadium, Angel Stadium, center field with the rocks and the fire and Angel fans. I like Angel fans a lot more than Dodgers fans. Okay. Trout, I love. Shohei, I love you. Can't hate these guys. So I, I, I think, I think Angel Stadium's absolutely beautiful. Great uniforms too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my number seven. I have one of the parks I've been to, Fenway Park, Boston. The seats are tiny. It sucks, but it's pretty cool. They have the tailgating is actually awesome beforehand because you're not like tailgating in a parking lot like you do with the Phillies games. It's like almost like a festival. Like you walk around, and there's just everybody. Like all the streets are closed off. So like you're walking around the stadium, it's it's really really neat. Um, and, you know the beer vendors out in the park and everything like that. Once you get into a certain point, uh, drinking all kinds of Sam Adams beers in Boston at the Fenway Park. You know, I went was lucky enough to see the Rays and Red Sox in a doubleheader. I went to both games on a Saturday. Of course, there's the guys on the side of the stadium trying to sell tickets because that's just such a Boston thing. They do it everywhere. Get out of here! But yeah, that that's a bad take, Declan. I know. I, I know they they do it everywhere. I know what you're saying though, but. Yeah, um, Fenway, it's tight to sit in, but it's, you know, it's for its history, beautiful ballpark, number seven. All right, my number six. This is actually six through one was really tough for me. I I think we can have these anywhere, personally, because I think we're going to be around the same type of picks. However, I do have this one stadium a little higher than you guys. I have number six, Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Um, I think it's in a good, good setting of where it's at. I don't know. Yeah. It feels like it's like kind of like by itself. Mm-hmm. But I love the outfield how it has the um, the bench seating. Big I, bench guy. Yeah. I love that. Like, uh, doesn't Lambeau Field have uh, bench seating as well? 
I think so. Oh, they can suck it. Who cares? I, I, I know you weren't going to be happy with that. I <laughs> no, I think it, they but, do, though. I know what you're saying. But, but no, I just love that, like, it's not like a singular seat. Like, you could just sit pretty much. Yeah, exactly. it's like the bench. bleacher seating, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that a lot. I do. I think, well, reason why I I think they do have, six. if I'm not mistaken, I think they are numbered, like, seats in there, but it's, like, like they're numbered, but it's not, like, an actual seat, if that makes sense. It's just, like, numbers on the bleacher, that's your spot, if that makes sense. It's more a spot than a seat. Mm-hmm. I could be mistaken, but the shorts, go ahead. Back at it again, Minute Maid Park, number six. Bag in his trash cans. <laughs> Left field. I don't left field to have like those pillars up. I I think it's pretty cool. Uh, the hill where people were would break their ankles. Uh, yeah. I wish they still had it so you could laugh at them. Yeah, just just a overall beautiful ballpark. My number six, Philadelphia's own CVP Citizens Bank Park. Beautiful, beautiful ballpark, and you know I can say being there all those times. Maybe I sound like a you know a homer. I've been to, you know, a bunch of ballparks now and uh, atmosphere, views, uh, just during the game. It's it's a great time, uh, a great, great way to spend an evening or, or uh, you know, on a weekend. So uh, that's my number six, Citizens Bank Park. I'm glad you kind of put that in the range that I did. I didn't want to be yeah. too biased, but I I don't think it's the best park. It's, by any it's not. I've been to I've been to a couple that are that are really cool, but and that and, you know that's up there, but it's it's not quite number one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page with that. Um, my number five, I have Fenway Park, Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Um, solely on the history of that ballpark, the amount of legends that set foot in that in that park, and then you got the big uh, green monster. I've always wanted to sit on that. That stadium's on my bucket list. Hopefully, eventually one day I'll be there. My number five, I guess. I guess I'm the most biased here. Only, only Major League Baseball stadium I've been to. CVP. Nothing like going in August, hitting a hot baseball, cracking it. Uh, CVP. There, there's just there's so many things to to look at too. Uh, like I said, you could you could take a walk around CBP for two, three innings, and you can't even be mad about it. And there's so many things to look at. Ashburn Alley, the food is phenomenal. Very overpriced. It is what it is. Seeing yeah. all the drunk Philadelphians, great. Uh, right behind the left field seats, there's that there, there's that bar back there. Harry the Keys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's absolutely it, – it's awesome. A uh, bunch of friendly people, a bunch of not friendly people. CBP. My my number five. Also, very easy to sit wherever you want. Yeah, and I love the um, the new uh, the jumbotron they've added in the last couple of years. Beautiful. Oh yes. Uh, number five, uh, as Anelli already mentioned it, Petco Park in San Diego for the Padres. Just a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. I mean, San Diego is gorgeous. I've never been, but I've I'll get there one day. Um, and you know they're they're a good baseball team now too. So, pretty good fan base. Uh, they've never, and that's the funny thing. They they haven't really been like great. They've you know, Tony Gwynn back in the day. They you know some good teams and some good teams in the two thousands. But they they really haven't been like contenders like that. So you, I don't really think you've seen too much of them postseason baseball wise. But they uh, great place to go watch a baseball game, and definitely excited to get there one day. I'll be that's part of my journey getting to all thirty of them. So that's uh that's on my list as well. Yeah. Alrighty, was this my number four? Correct. Wow, we're already on the fourth one. Wow. All right. 
My number four is PNC Park. Although their park is beautiful, their team is nowhere near that. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates, yeah. They actually – I think they're one of my favorite skylines in baseball. I don't yeah. know why. I love that bridge in the background. and It's got a good view of the city. Um, it's just overall – I love the color. I don't know. It's, all, it's, with all, that it's all yellow. And that's what I love about it's it. It makes it nice yellow. and bright. I love that. <laughs> my number four is Camden Yards down there in Baltimore. Uh, if I've been there, it'd probably be higher on my list. I've heard how nice it is, but never been there before. So I can only rate it off of, you know, what, what I've heard. Uh, you, you guys have both been there, right? Yes. Very much enjoyed yes. it. Both I've, been there, I've been there a couple of times, yeah. I've been there once, and it was it was a really nice stadium. It's I beautiful. really enjoyed they, being they, there. They, it's not dirty either, though. Like, they're consistently cleaning up trash. Like, it's, it's very, very clean. Well, very... they're not sweeping off their baseball team. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. Uh, 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 yeah, Camden Yards, my number four. All right. My number four, uh, classic Chicago field, Wrigley Field. Talk about bleachers in the outfield, the bleacher seats. They have all those. Um, I'd love to go out there. We were going to go to Wrigley Field. The Ivy. I was in Chicago. Unfortunately, they were playing the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis. So we went to see the White Sox and the Twins a couple years back on a Sunday afternoon in Chicago. So Wrigley Field, number four on my list, mainly for the history, but, you know, beautiful ballpark as well, in my opinion. Now we're down to the nitty-gritty, the top Top three. three. Oh, man. All right, my top three. Number three, I have Oracle Park, San Francisco Giants. Um, Arguably the best outfield in terms of looks with that, um, that, that wall in right field, and when people just smack homers over there and just goes over the stands and into the water and you get to see all those people kayaking as fast as they can to get that ball. It cracks me up. People falling time. in the river. Yeah, the right. Yeah, right in the bay, dude. Yeah. Oracle Park number three. My number three is Wrigley Field. One of the oldest stadiums in baseball's pastime. The Ivy in the outfield. It's complete completely historic. That in Fenway Park. It, there, there's really not too much you can say about it. It's just so historic. My number three also likes an Elliott Oracle Park. The big glove in left field, you know, left center field. Uh, the beautiful center field. Uh, you know, they, and they call it Triples Alley in, uh, in right center. It's like deepest part of the ballpark. It's, it's a great time. I, I would absolutely love to get out there. Uh, beautiful fans right on the bay. Uh, Oracle Park number three. Number two, I have Camden Yards, Baltimore Orioles, another Hawful te- team with a great stadium. It's weird how that works, doesn't it? Um, so, since I've actually been there, I can actually notice some things. One cool thing I liked is that when I was walking around near the back of the outfield, I noticed on the ground you could see all these uh, gold-plated stars on the ground, and it mm-hmm. showed uh, where a home run ball landed and said who it was hit by and when uh, it was hit. And I just I yeah. just thought that was really cool. That's like a – I've never seen that before. Kind of like Hollywood wish... Boulevard? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it's, it's neat, yeah. And I love that one part of the uh, – the, I don't remember which side of the outfield it was, but it has like that giant like old school looking like warehouse like over the top of the, uh, the stadium. Right field, which yeah, I thought right was really field. Cool. Yes. And I, I like how open it is too. And mm-hmm. it just seems like a very good environment to be in. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely, yeah. 
My number two is Fenway Park. Uh, I actually saw, shout out TikTok, saw, saw something. Things in, in Fenway Park that just make sense. Oh, something, I, yeah, I saw that, yeah. How railings in between sections, how railings were paint, repainted red 500 times because the stadium's so old. The Green Monster, I'm, I'm, I'm going up on that Green Monster one day. I don't know when it will be, but it will be someday. The, the foul pole in right field, how also you can like curve like a ball up and it would go outside the foul pole. Super dope. Fenway Park, number two. Like I, like I said about Wrigley Field. One of they one also, of the yeah, they, they, have, they have seats facing center field instead of home plate and right field. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have like aisles blocked, like a uh, big pillars blocking view that you can't see. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was, it was a great time going there. Number two. I have the second favorite ballpark that I've ever been to, Camden Yards in Baltimore. Even though the Orioles stink, it is, you know, like Steve said, beautiful ballpark. You know, I haven't been there a couple of times. Last time I was with there, actually, also with Matt Pearson, we've been to D.C. Nationals Park together and Baltimore. We saw uh, his Cardinals and my Orioles play back when the Orioles were actually good. And the Orioles won 12 They were good? Yeah, a couple of years there. Chris Davis, Nelson Cruz, um, J.J. Hardy. Nick Markakis, Adam Jones, Matt Weeders, great ball. Matt well, who? Matt Weeders. <laughs> that's a that's a great baseball name. Weeders? Chris Hellman. Um, <laughs> just great time. So uh, that's number two on my list. Number one, Jacobs, you're going to love this for your uh, town of Chicago. Um, I have Wrigley Field, Chicago Cubs. Yes. Solely – I, I literally just picked that number one solely on the history. I know like, is it the is it the oldest baseball stadium? Um, it's either it's that or Fenway. Yeah, it's one of the two because I know they were both built in the early uh, 1900s. But I just love that people can literally watch it from their house on the roof. It's Fenway Field. That's that's Fenway. I thought that was yeah. also uh, Wrigley Field. Wrigley opened 1912. Wrigley opened 1914. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the people standing in the background in, in their houses watching the game. And I love the uh, the Ivy outfield that they just crash into trying to catch a ball. Um, yeah, I just – just solely on the nostalgia and the history, I got Wrigley Field number one. My number one is PNC Park. Uh, you you love to see Andrew McCutcheon hitting opposite field. Taters not roided up into the Allegheny. I, it's – uh, it's a shame that that team sucks. It, it is what it is. Pirates baseball will be good one day, and everybody will be at that stadium watching the games. They had some really good teams with Kutch, yeah, in the um, in the 2010s, yeah. Garrett really, Cole really played good. there, right? What's that? Garrett Cole was on the Pirates? Yeah, they had a lot, a lot of good players on my team. That's Francisco a throwback. Cer- Francisco Cervelli, my favorite name. Oh my god! I, I I didn't I draft him in fantasy baseball when we did that that one year. Probably <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, so, that's a throwback. PNC Park also my number one as well. Uh, that I've been there. Um, probably more sentimental. I think. I mean, while it is a beautiful ballpark, I took my dad to his first ever baseball game, and he's a huge Pirates fan. So uh, taking him to Pittsburgh and watching him like walk out, uh, you know, by our seats and like just look like. Mouth wide open, like like, like a little kid walking into a stadium. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, one of my most favorite experiences, probably ever, honestly, sports, non-sports related. Uh, but beautiful ballpark. Um, they have chicken and peach there, if I'm not mistaken. We had some of that. Um, great time. Uh, great ball game. 
they lost. It was cold and rainy. They lost to Trevor Story and the Rockies a couple of years back, but uh, still uh, to get to go there, it's best stadium in baseball by far. Number one on my list. That that warms my heart. How you talk about that? That makes me so happy. Shout out Ray. Shout out Walton Ray Long. My data. Good old Southern Jack. <laughs> <laughs> my papa. All right. Uh, that is the top ten list. I think. Uh, do you want to do some NHL playoff talk real quick, or uh, some where did he play? Uh, you know how I am with hockey, so. Yes, Steve knows too much about hockey. He doesn't want to make everybody else feel bad about it. Declan, have you, uh, watched, have you been watching anything? Uh, I've been – I watched the Kames game today a little bit. Not a whole lot. I didn't see who won. Oh, yeah. Igor Shesterkin stole that game for the Rangers. Yeah, Rangers beat the Canes today. Uh, so, Canes are still up 2-1 in the series. Tampa smoked the Panthers today. They're up 3-0. I was wrong about that. Panthers are frauds. Um, Jordan Bennington, the goalie for the uh, the Blues, messed up his knee last um, last game against the Abs, and uh, he's out for a couple of weeks, so he won't be back. I think the Abs are going to win that series, and then uh, Edmonton, Calgary, nine to six, the first game, it's ridiculous battle of Alberta. So, yeah, we not really we won't talk too much about hockey, but we were going to do my favorite segment. We did this with. Steve and Declan in person. We're going to do some trivia. Are you I, sure these are right? Uh, yeah, I was literally going to say that. Thanks, dude. Where did AJ Brown go to college? What? Where did AJ Brown? What'd you say? Where'd you say AJ Brown went? UMass. Back up, okay? UMass. This is also the game Jacobs likes to call. Let's let's bust uh, Declan and Steve's. Ball yeah, let's make college. fun of Declan and Steve because they don't know everything about college. Yeah, Yo, you know what? It's not that deep, okay? I did really good the first time, so I'm actually proud of myself. I tried to toughen it up a little bit this time. Oh, no. We'll see how it goes. We're going to go alternating um, basketball and football. Since we are not in person, I think the best way to do this is to let one person guess, and if they don't know it, go to the next person. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're doing just like a little competition? Yes. Okay. So, Zanelli, you are our guest. I will start with you. Declan, do not say the answer. And if Zanelli does not know it, I will give it to you. And if he does know it, it's his point. Okay. All right. So, actually, you know what? I will give you the – Zanelli, would you rather the NBA players or the NFL players? NBA. All right. Oh, I so hate you. I strongly dislike you. <laughs> so, Zanelli will go first. Declan will go second. Um, here we go. Steve Zanelli, where did Desmond Bain go to college? Oh, my gosh. Follow-up question. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, I do. We're playing the game. Oregon. No. Declan, do you want to guess? Uh, UMass. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> no, he went that to... That would have been funny if he was right, though. Oh, my God. It would have been so funny. He went to TCU. No chance I would have guessed that. Let's go frogs. No We're frogs. Ribbit. Go for <laughs> What's your battle cry, Ribbit? Ribbit? I don't know, Declan. Uh, Declan, this one's for you. Khalil Mack, where did he go? Oh, uh, you told me this, too. Uh, it's just, I think it's southern. It's not near us. It's it's southern or western. Um, I'm going to say western Kentucky. 
<laughs> go Hilltoppers. Go Hilltoppers. No, you're wrong. Uh, Zanelli, where did he go? Khalil Mack went to Florida State. No, he went to Buffalo. Oh, that's right. Ew. He went to the University of Buffalo. All right. Uh, zero, zero. Zanelli, where did Norman Powell go to college? Ohio State. No, Declan, do you want to guess? Who? Norman Powell. Um, what's he look like? He looks like a Virginia guy. No, he went to UCLA. He does not look like a UCLA guy. We are, yo, we are so off on these. It's not even funny. That's all right. 17 more. We got this, boys. The shorts. Where did Keenan Allen go to college? Chargers wide receiver. Texas. No. Where did he go, Zanelli? Um, uh, Michigan State. He went to the University of California. Wow, I was literally going to say UCLA, but I was like, it sounds too cliche. Well, that wasn't – UCLA is California, Los Angeles. So, no, he went to – he was a Cal Golden Bear. Oh. Gotcha, yep. All right, Zanelli, this one's for you. Brooke Lopez, the Bucks. (laughs) Oh, I – Why should I – I think I know this one, but at the same time, it's like, wait a minute. Declan knows this one. That makes me nervous. If you don't know it, it's Declan's. Oh, my God. What do you got? Duke. No, Declan, where do you go? Same college as Zach Gertz, Stanford. Yes, he did. Him and Robin Lopez yeah. went to Stanford wow. together. All right, so Declan, that's one point for you. Declan, where did Stefan Gilmore go? Um, Florida. Close, but no. Zanelli, where do you go? He said close. I'm just going to say Florida State. No, same conference. South Carolina. I can see that. All right. Uh, I'm going to start giving you guys hints on the conferences, I think, too, to help you out a little bit. All right. uh, Zanelli, for you, Rip Hamilton, Richard Hamilton. Throwback. Rip Hamilton, North Carolina. No. Uh, Declan, do you want the hint? I mean, if you want to give me the hint. It's a northern school. Michigan State. No, he went to UConn, University of Connecticut. I could not see that. Um, all right, Declan, this one's for you. Akib Talib, cornerback, former cornerback. Um, a, a Midwestern school. Midwestern? Okay. Kansas State. No, Zanelli. Uh, Iowa. Kansas, not Kansas State. He was a champ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, I looked ahead. Oh, this is still a good one. Isaac Okora with the, uh, the Cavaliers. Zanelli. Oh, shit. I know this. 
Southern school. Uh, Florida. Now Declan. Auburn, isn't it? Yes, Auburn. Declan twos and Ellie zero. Oh man, I'm not feeling too confident myself. So far, right. boys. Declan, this one's for you. Safety for the Patriots, Devin McCourty. Oh, I've heard this before too. I don't, I don't know, but I've. It is a northern school. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. I think I don't know. Just guess. Um, let me think of a northern school. What's a northern school? I can't even think of any northern schools. I'm gonna go Penn State. No, it's an Ellie. By north, are you saying northeast? Yes, in your area, yes. Okay. Because uh, I wanted to clarify, because if you're saying north, I'm thinking like the very top of the United okay. States. Okay, not, no. not we'll like yeah, mid Atlantic. Yes. Okay, now that makes better sense. Um, I'm gonna say went to Syracuse. No, he went to Rutgers. That cost, mind, but I couldn't say it. All right, Zanelli, this is for you. Paul Pierce, former Celtic. Oh my god. Played for a oh lot of teams. Midwest. Oh my god. Why I should know this. This is like my era. Yes. Um He looks like a Michigan State guy. No, Declan, do you know? He looks like a Notre Dame guy. He does, but no, he went to Kansas. Uh, he don't look like a Kansas guy. All right, Declan, I don't even know if you know who this is. I'm not going to lie, but Mario Manningham. No, no clue who that is. All right, well, he was on the Giants for a little while. I remember that name. Yeah. So, if he was on the Giants, he went to, like, a school, like, Like where? Like Temple. No. Zanelli, do you want to take a guess? It's 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 indie. um... – Oh, I'll say Great Lake area. I'll just say that. The Great Lakes? In that area. He went to Illinois. Oh, he went to Michigan. Oh, I was going to say Michigan. All right. I keep second guessing myself. Zanelli, this one's for you. D'Angelo Russell. You got to be kidding. Oh, he went to Ohio State. Yes, he did. All right, there it is. Two. I thought Zanelli, I wasn't going to get one. Zanelli won. All right. Uh, Declan, for you, Tyler Boyd, receiver for the Bengals. Oh, I know this. UConn? No, but I will say same color, kind of, like color-wise. It is a mid-Atlantic school in a sense. I knew this, too. Zanelli, you want to try? I just, it just, not a happy camper. Mid-Atlantic, same Around the same colors as you, what do you say, UConn? Um, not the exact same colors, but that sucks because it just it popped into my head. I need a guess. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. No, Didn't you can say that. You can say that word. We're allowed now. Oh, hey now. Um, <laughs> it's not the same colors, but Boston College. I don't know. No. Uh, it won't count, but Declan, where do you think it was? Pittsburgh. Yes, Pittsburgh. Um, this one's for you, Zanelli. Trey Lyles. 
<laughs> He's a Duke guy. No. No? No. Oh, who's the other one? Oh. <laughs> Duncan, you want to try? Oh, I have no clue. Kentucky. Yes. <laughs> no. I was thinking the same colors, too. I just – the first yeah. one that came to right. my mind was Duke. So, 3-1, Declan. Uh, the shorts for you. Blake Bortles. Florida State. No. But you were close. I'll, I will say that. Zanelli. Oh, my God. Oh, Blake Bortles. Bortles. Blake Bortles. Oh. If it's Florida, I'll feel like a dick. No. Oh, I thought. Texas A&M. No. UCF, Central Florida. He went to Central Florida. Yeah, nobody would, none of us would have gotten that. All right. I don't think either of you will get this, but I'm going to do it. The shorts, Chris Mullen, former uh, NBA Hall of Famer. That's not even relevant. Michigan State. No. <laughs> the way he said relevant. that. Chris Mullen looks like John Cena 80 years ago. <laughs> the funny thing is I could see that comparison. I could see it. Uh, Zanelli, do you want to guess? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got a red I got a random one for you. Fresno State. No, but red like that. St. John's. The St. <laughs> yeah, John's no, red storm. Alright. Um Zanelli, this one or no, wait. Oh, I went backwards. Wait. Who's football, Declan? Declan's football. I don't oh. know. I am. Okay, well, Declan, this one's for you. Barry Sanders. Shit, I know this. He went to a bigger school, I think. In the Midwest. Hmm. Big school in the Midwest. Big school in the Midwest. Is there any? Good question. I'm just going to throw it out there, and I'm going to say Iowa. No. Zanelli, do you want to guess? <clears throat> um, Illinois. Oklahoma State. Oh, that's not like a big school, then. All right. Zanelli, this one's for you. Number 19 out of 20, Paul George. Um, Wichita State. No, Declan, it, it is uh, a Western school. I know this, too. I know this because I actually, I actually I saw something the other week. Do you know, do you know those things where it's like guess, guess the NBA team and they show the colleges? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was that. Uh, it's he went to Fresno State. Yes, he did. I, I wouldn't know state. If I really go one of twenty, I'm gonna shoot myself. All right. All right. Uh, last one, Marcus Peters. Damn, looks like you're going one of twenty. Yeah, that's what it's gonna look like. Um, Oklahoma. No, I can see that though. He went to DBU. Damn, I did better than I thought. I did absolutely horrendous. Hoping that Jacob's got him all right. I, I got him. 
I got all of them right before. I I I knew them before I guessed, but yeah. Um, Declan, did you guess where Marcus Peters went? No, I didn't. He didn't. Same school as Sidney Jones, Washington. Huh. He was a Washington Husky. Huh. All righty. Well, I think that was a little more fun in person, but I still enjoyed you guys struggling. I oh, that. that was fun. I I did really bad. <laughs> you, you didn't do good, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I did. I did really bad. Let's be real here. <laughs> All right. All right. So we're gonna wrap up like we usually do. Um, Jacobs has some on this day in sports. 1985. Pete Rose. Uh, he scored his 2,108th run. It passed Hank Aaron as the National League run scoring leader in '85. Put him in the Hall of Fame already. Oh, my God. If that's not the truth. Um, 1990, this is kind of a fun one for me. Andre Dawson, he received a record five intentional walks in one He's game. He's on my Diamond Dynasty team, starting right fielder. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, he was walked five times in one game. That's absurd. That's that, insane. That scares him. Um, 2003, um, this is a fun one I like. In Fort Worth, Texas – Annika Sorenstam, she was a, a golfer. She became the first woman to play the PGA Tour in 58 years. Neat, neat little fact there. Um, 1943, happy birthday to Tommy John. Named the surgery after him. He was a pretty good pitcher in the day as well. He was born on this day in 1943. We have... That's a uh, tough injury to uh, get, get back from. Yeah. Um, the surgery, that's what yeah. I mean. 1966, Jose Mesa, former Philly. Way back when. I have something on this day. What do you have? You guys know Jason Belmonte? <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> yes. On this day, 12 years ago, Jason Belmonte shot his first televised 300 game. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Shout out Jason Belmonte in bowling. And the wonder um, down under. Down under. Speaking of uh, somebody who plays down under, uh, Novak Djokovic, tennis player, plays in the Australian Open a bunch. He was born on this day in 1987. Happy birthday, you unvaxxed goofball. Yeah, getting locked out of you, getting your visa taken away. <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think that about does it. Any, uh, it's good any- pod. Any Great final pod. thoughts before uh, we wrap this bad boy up? Go birds, uh, ring the bell. Also, uh, I do want to give I do want to give a shout out. Yeah. Uh, other than a go birds, of course, you need to end it on a go birds. Um, very excited for the uh, second uh, big big uh, tailgate for the Phillies in July. Oh man, yeah. I think um, we're gonna do that Friday night. Jenna said she uh, she could do Friday night, so that she's off. Be- from- Often work on Fridays, so we'll yeah, do it should fr- work with all of us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So we'll go Friday night down to the ballpark against the Cubbies. First game back from the uh, All Star break. Love that. So it's going to be ra- it's going to be rowdy at the ballpark. Hopefully the Phillies though turn up because they're they're showing me some concern here. It's early. I'm I'm not it's, too worried. It's yet. still early, but they're still just like that mediocre team like we've been seeing the last couple of years. Yeah, but right you now. know what? They're showing more flashes in my opinion. Right now, yeah. than, than they have recently in the past. So cool. All right. Well, um, this has been a blast. 
while I wish it was in person, I will be home in two months and maybe that Sunday we can, uh, we can try to get an in-person podcast, the three of us together. The war. Zanelli back part three. Zanelli. Zanelli. We'll bring some pasta. The Linguini and the Rigatoni. Sorry. This is getting put in. This is not getting edited. I'm leaving that in. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're, we're just goofy. Um, thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all the socials, all the usual stuff. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Like I said last week, be sure to check out the views from Lot K. Our boys, Steve and Max, do a great job on a Philly sports podcast. It's a lot shorter than our podcast, too. So you can listen to theirs on Mondays and listen to ours on Tuesdays because ours generally out Tuesday or so, when Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday. So check them out twice a week. Check us out once a week. Zanelli, thank you again for joining us. Always a pleasure, my friend. I love being on here. I really do. I kind of like that. I'm the first person that's been on here twice already, and I really, I really well, do appreciate you guys hitting me up about it. You are, but you're not. Choke it in, because it'll be your last. Well, Logan was on twice, once as an emergency guest. He was a co-host. And now you're right. I do remember that. Yeah, but you were going to be the first, but Logan filled in so admirably for uh, for for Deck, for Mister DeShorts when uh, when he was under the weather. So. We thank him for that. But, yeah, number uh, you were the first person that we did in person with. So, absolutely. And that, and that was a whole bunch of fun. I, I'll, If you really are down to do a live one again, I'm totally down for that. Oh, of course. that was We had so much fun with that. So, we'll do that again. I'll find some more who we play for info for us to do. But we'll have yeah, ourselves a good time. Hopefully, I don't go one of 20 again. <laughs> All right. Well, for uh, Declan, any uh, any final thoughts before we wrap? Uh, No. No, not a whole lot to talk about. Alrighty. All right. Well, for Zanelli, this is Jacobs, also for the shorts, signing off. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Deuce!